Hello, welcome to the Vote Voiced podcast. This is your host, Donna Miller. I want to thank you for being here. Please share this podcast. I want you to know that Vote Voice is dedicated to voter education, voter registration, voter mobilization, and voter protection. We are a nonprofit. I want you to continue to help Vote Voice to engage voters. I want you to like us on Facebook. Follow us on uh, Vote Voice on Twitter, Instagram, and LinkedIn. Visit us at votevoice.com. That's www.votevoice.com. And you can listen to Vote Voice wherever you listen to your podcasts uh, here on Anchor and Spotify. Well, first of all, I just want to say again, thank you to everyone for being here. Also, I want to acknowledge that 2021, a lot of people feel like 2021 has been a bad year. Um, well, we don't know what 2022 is going to be like. I've, I'm optimistic and I'm going to say that it was a so-so year. The one thing is that we did not, so far, we haven't had any um, voter protection laws on the federal level, the Voting Rights Act passed. And today we're going to talk about uh, voter suppression. It's the last time we talk about it in 2021, I hope. And uh, on again in 2022, we are still fighting against voter suppression. Now, I know that everyone is tired. I acknowledge that. I acknowledge that. We're just not used to battling every single day for our right to vote. Our right to vote is not something that we should take lightly. Um, it is a, a, a privilege that we should revel in. And there's plenty of people who wanna take that right and privilege away because my opinion is they have nothing to stand on. They're not offering you anything. They're not doing anything for America or for the people of America. So they want to cheat you out of your right to say that they're not doing a good job. Our vote is our voice and people want to silence your voice. They want to silence your voice as a voter. And we know that uh, they want to silence the voice of people of color. They want to silence the voice of women. They do not want us to stand up and defend our rights, our rights over ourselves, our rights over our bodies. They don't want us to defend our rights in any way. And if you choose not to wear a mask, that's on you. Um, whatever you choose to do, as long as it's not hurting anybody else, is on you. The problem I have with people not wearing masks is be, is that if you're ill, you're going to pass that on to somebody else. So that's why we wear masks. And I know a lot of people are against wearing masks, but we wear masks because we want to protect the next person. Our voting rights is something that we can't afford to become exhausted about protecting. So we have 2022 coming up and there's a lot to discuss about voter suppression. We still need to be aware of the fact 
that voter suppression is still exists and there are people on the other side of voting, the people who want to take away your right to vote, everybody, okay, uh, who who are actively working and they're hoping that they can exhaust us. That's why we must keep on being aware of voter suppression, keep on fighting voter suppression, keep asking your senators and your congressmen to support the Voting Rights Act. And, and we must also um, continue to just fight and to vote and to support voter uh, engagement organizations. We wanna talk about uh, voter suppression and we're gonna talk about Arizona. Now in Arizona, okay, um, the Ninth Circuit of Appeals have reversed a lower court decision that issued a ruling that upholds a law passed earlier this year that uh, sets an election day deadline for voters to correct problems with a missing signature for the absentee ballot. Now the law was challenged because absentee voters' uh, signatures uh, that do not match the one on file have a separate deadline of a week after the election to cure their ballot. So they're trying to pass a law that um, will take away their right right now to cure their ballot. They have a week to do that. And you know, everybody has some time to fix everything. So it's kind of crazy that if you're, if you need to fix your, if someone looking at your signature says it doesn't match, you have to have time to try to fix that. But they want to take away that time. And basically, what that would mean to me, I'm thinking, they'll throw out that ballot, never have to worry about it. You may never know about it because they're not giving you any time to fix it. Since there is no time, they do not have to notify you. And there's a possibility that you will never know that your ballot was thrown out because someone didn't recognize the signature or didn't match. People's signatures do change for lots of reasons. So make sure you have to check and make sure your registration is up to date and correct. Now in Georgia, Okay. Oh my goodness, they're having such a problem. Um in Georgia, the fight just goes on. Okay. Um there is some challenges, you know, to the re of restrictive voting right voting law that uh they enacted in March in Georgia. Okay? Now, um the lawsuits going ahead are trying to uh fight this this Georgian restrictive law. You know, the, we've talked about this before. Uh, there's plenty of podcasts talking about the Georgia law. There's plenty of newscasts talking about the Georgia law. But just to remind you, they're talking about stricter uh, ID. You know, you can't distribute food or water in the vote in the voters wet, waiting line. And I've also always said that what that means is that you can't even order Jimmy John's. 
okay, that if your own child walks up to you and gives you some water, that could be a break in the law, okay? They've got uh, restrictions on absentee ballot requests, deadlines, and they've got uh, and drop boxes restrictions. And so they're trying to overturn that Georgia law. So in Georgia, I know they're going to work hard. Uh, basically, you have to pack a lunch or a cooler. You're going to have to make sure you have everything you need. Not only do they have to prepare, you have to literally prepare yourself physically and mentally to stand in line for eight hours. That is stressful. That goes against health, your, your health. And you have to stand in line for eight hours, whereas people in some other neighborhoods do not have to do that. It's only the people of color that they're trying to destroy the neighborhoods through redistricting to get to 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 take away their representation man that's crazy take away the representation of people of, of color and in some neighborhoods if they do not like your opinion they're trying to take away your representation also now massachusetts um there what there was an attempt to put a ballot initiative um to adopt a statute that required a uh, voter ID, but they couldn't do it because they didn't have enough signatures. They didn't qualify for that 2022 ballot. That tells you right there, people don't want to lose their right to vote. In Tennessee, okay, uh, a law has been upheld that makes it a felony for anyone other than an employee of an election commission to share absentee ballot applications with voters. Now, voters do still have the ability to print it out if they have a computer or go to the library. They can do that on their own, but I mean, so far here where I live, we can print out applications and you know help people register to vote you know you'd be surprised how many people do not know how to register to vote but that's what they're counting on what about all of the young people people just turning 18 okay there's lots of people who want to vote and they honestly don't know how so you're helping people as a voter engagement group you know trying to get the vote out by by having the applications and being able to explain it to people so that they will be able to vote. But they want to take that away. So basically, they want to cause an ignorance of voting. Of course they do. All of this, it takes away your right to vote. It pushes us towards a generation of ignorance towards the right to vote. They don't want to speak about the right to vote. They don't even want you to know when there's an election. Whatever state you're in, go to your secretary of state and find the schedule of elections. You, you'd be surprised. You may have a couple of elections next year. Make sure you know what elections are coming up. Make sure you're registered. Make sure everything is up to date. Okay, if you're gonna vote absentee, 
make sure you try to keep up, okay, the best you can with the dates to request it. And when you do request it, make sure you sign up for every election. They allow you to sign up to have your absentee ballot. Okay, voting is important. In Tennessee, okay, a law uh, that was passed, was upheld, that makes it a felony. Oh, 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 sorry, sorry, sorry. That's me. I'm doing the same thing. Okay, let's go to Utah. Oh, my goodness. Utah is it has a, a ballot initiative, okay? It hasn't gone through yet, but they have an initiative that's going to restrict voting. Now, we, it'd be interesting to see how Mitt Romney responds to this. Let's, let's see how he responds to that. This voting uh, initiative is so restrictive that it's going to end same-day voter registration. It's going to set the registration deadline 30 days before election day. Okay. It's going to um, put a rule in that says if you move to a new address 30 days before election day, okay, you will not be allowed to vote at all. Basically, they're not going to allow you to vote at your current address or your former address. You know what? In this pandemic, you don't know what's going on. You don't know where you're going to be living. So basically, on top of everything else, okay, they're testing out a law that says if you move 30 days before an election, you won't be able to vote at all. So if you are a person who makes voting your lifestyle, you're going to have to schedule your life around these restrictive voting acts. We have to schedule our life around voter suppression in order to fight it. We have to schedule a whole day, risk our jobs to vote. You have to pack a lunch, a dinner, breakfast to vote. I don't even know what you do. I'm, I'm pretty sure. You know what? Next thing they're going to do, they're going to have to. They're going to say you have to stand it up in line. You can't bring any chairs, and you won't be able to sit down in line, no matter how long you're standing in line. The reason why they make the line so long, and they don't want you to have food or water, is because they're trying to do everything they can, besides knocking you over the head with a stick as you are in voting line and they have threatened to do just just as much to keep you from voting. 
uh, in Utah, they're going to abolish the in-person early voting. They're going to end the law allowing local governments to adopt ranked choice voting. They're going to make Utah's voter ID law much stricter by allowing state driver's license or ID cards and concealed weapons permit, but preventing you from using a passport, military ID, birth certificates, social security cards, tribal cards, or school IDs. So they're about to eliminate the American Indian, anybody else with a tribal card from voting. So basically you're gonna have, you have a whole uh, community of people who are gonna have to, students, everyone. You know, in it, in the this law in Utah, okay, it, it's so restrictive, it's crazy. Let's see if they have the signatures to put that on in 2022. We'll be keeping an eye on this Utah law to see if this initiative passes. In Virginia, okay, there's another uh, fight against two voter suppression laws. One requires a full Social Security number instead of partial numbers to vote, okay? And the second thing is that they're going to require officials to notify voters of a deficiency that could lead to a rejection of their mail ballots if the ballot was received the Friday before election. Even though the ballots postmarked by election day and received up to Friday after the election are valid. Just dumb stuff. They're so desperate that they're trying to pass laws against laws that are already on the books. So that's also causes chaos and confusion, which certain people love. Because if you're confused about what the heck you're supposed to do, I wouldn't even know how to explain that. So even though you still have time to get your ballot in and your ballot is accepted after the election and, re and received within the election office, you still can be denied for something that they didn't receive before the election. So they're saying your ballot has to be received before the election, even though a law says you have until this date as your ballot is in the mail to reach. So you know what that means? That means in Virginia, you're going to have to take your ballot in. You're going to have to really watch it and make sure that you get everything. You sign it. 
whatever it takes. Make sure if you're living in Virginia that you tick every box. Because they can. You can have a deficiency. They can, they can make it up. It looks like it says it requires officials to notify voters of supposed deficiencies that could lead to a rejection of their mail ballots if the ballots were received the Friday before election, even though the ballot postmarked by election day and received up to Friday afterward are valid. Double talk is confusing. In Wisconsin, uh, a federal court has rejected a lawsuit, okay? Um, that is challenging a voter suppression law that was enacted in Wisconsin that only allows college student IDs to be used to satisfy voter ID laws if the IDs include an expiration date within two years of an insurance, oh, no, no, within two years of an issuing date and the voter's signature. Which there's some identification that doesn't do that. So they're saying that if the IDs include, said, says that, um, Student ID can only be used if the ID includes an expiration date within two years of the issuing date and the voter signature. So if your ID has been issued for four years, That's that's too late. Every, any excuse, any excuse is crazy. And it's not commonplace to do that. It's not commonplace. More confusion, anything to keep you from voting, anything, voter suppression. I know we're tired. I know we want to be finished with this. I know that we've been trying to protect our right to vote going on, what, seven years? But we can't give up. I know we're tired. I'm tired. Exhausted. PSTD. We all have PSTD. One thing or another, COVID, crazy people in Washington. Not having the support that we need in enacting the Voter Rights Act. Somebody always coming up with something. Somebody always want to hold us hostage for something that they want. A new Maserati. Hmm. I don't even have to say names. You know who's got the Maserati. I don't care what side of the table you're on. That doesn't mean that you are hidden
from the truth that you're not supporting the American people. So I don't care what color you're wearing. If you're not supporting the American people and having the right to vote and to help us in this pandemic that continues on, even though they say that this new Obercron, right? Is that how you say it? Obercron is lightly affecting people if you have a, a couple of shots and a booster. But still people are becoming ill. We need help. I know we're all at in a bag of chips. I know we're badasses. We're badasses. I know that. But we still need help. I don't know why people think that the American people are supposed to sit up on a stone and act like nothing's going on, act like we're not homeless, we're not hungry, we're not worried, we can't afford the rent, you can't find a good job, you're trying to get to the good place where you can depend on it because you can't depend on a lot of stuff nowadays trying to survive the COVID, trying to get better. I know we're tired, but I need you to do one thing for me, people, ladies and gentlemen. If you're just now 18, you're going to be 18 next year. Please, please get out and vote. Vote in every election. It matters. Your city council. It matters. Your police chief, your school boards. These things, they matter. These little small elections, they matter. And I want you to promise you're going to get out there and vote. Let you know what my voice is going down in history. I am telling you that voting is important. Make voting your lifestyle. Start to know what you need to do to vote. I should become obsolete. There shouldn't have to be voter engagement. We shouldn't have to do this 365 days a year. We shouldn't. This is Donna Miller with Vote Voiced. I'm asking you to please make voting your lifestyle. Remember, it is something to be celebrated. It's not a burden to vote. It is the active choice to use your voice. This is Donna Miller, Vote Voiced. Thank you and have a wonderful day.